Hey, it's your pal Mike Shea from SlyFlourish.com here with another episode of Sly Flourish's Lazy DM Prep. This is a weekly show shot 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Times on Sundays in which I go through steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master while preparing for my Sunday D&D game. In this case, I am running a homebrew Eberron game called The Second Morning. This show, like all of the Sly Flourish videos, are brought to you by the patrons of Sly Flourish at patreon.com slash slyflourish. If you want to help this show out and help pay for all the expenses that it takes to keep the Sly Flourish empire alive, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash slyflourish and become a patron. Patrons now get access to things like adventure generators, uh, independent adventures, access to a Discord server, uh, a monthly newsletter, and uh, the... The, the good feeling of helping uh, keep shows like this going. So uh, thank you to all of those who uh, are able to uh, be a patron of Sly Flourish. Thank you all. So in my last game, uh, I ended in a spot in the previous game where I didn't know what direction they go. Are they going overland? Are they going underground? How are they, where are they going and how are they getting there? And that was a real problem because I was like, how can I prepare this? So I, I decided that I was going to run a uh something that i um love which is a seven samurai style adventure and i was just talking on patron about uh, about the patrons and access to um access to uh, uh new and unique things for patron subscribers and one of them is a uh i'm gonna go pull it up now so you can see a preview of it let's go to the patron hangout and we'll go to pinned and we have uh, somewhere in here is uh, Adventure Generators. So I think we can see this, right? Yes. Yeah. So Adventure Generators are a new thing I've been working on, and I love them. Uh, I love them. They're, they're fun to put together. I think they're really useful. I use them when I run my own games, so I dig them. An Adventure Generator is a single-page uh, scenario. It's not an adventure. You still have to fill in the details, but it gives you an idea of, like, here's the type of adventure you can run. Here are a bunch of random tables you can roll on to get your mind out of, out of ruts and into uh, new, and, new and interesting areas. And then uh, put, together, uh, put together an adventure. So the, the first one of these is Adventures for Hire. And the idea here is uh, it's a, more of a general adventure generator. This is like you have a job. A patron gives you a job to go to a place and do something. Right. And then there's there's all different kinds of things you can do. Hunt down someone, you know, a bunch of different things. Protect something, steal something, discover something, bury something, awaken something, recover something. Very generic one, but but a good one. And I use this for my one-on-one DD games with my wife, and it makes prep really, really quick. But then I have some specific ones, and and I have uh this one's seven swords. I have another one called Arena of Fate, and then I just put another one together this past week called Heart of Darkness which will be uh, available to patrons. It's, if you want to see a preview of it, it is in the Discord. I don't think I... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't... Um, I need to pin that. Pin. So if you go to the patron hangout in Discord, if you are a patron, patri, patron of Sly Flourish, you can go to the patron hangout in Discord. And if you look at the pinned messages, one of them is for Heart of Darkness. And that's the preview of it because I'm still working on it. But it's pretty good. And Heart of Darkness is one that is built around uh, the, the, the story, Heart of Darkness, also more, more really about Apocalypse Now, uh, in which you have to go hunt down a traitor in a hostile land, right? And um, so it's like, who's the traitor? Who's the patron? What motivates you to do it? What hostile land are you going through? Who are the inhabitants? And uh, what's the, where does the traitor hang out? So very similar. So, but we're not worrying about that one now. We are we're using the one from Seven Swords. So Seven Swords is again a Seven Samurai scenario. The idea is a group of villager types have come to the party to say, 
we are about to be attacked by an overwhelming force and we need your help to defend it. Right. That's the scenario. And then the questions are, who are the villagers? Where's the village? What's the secret the village is harboring? Who are the people that are coming to attack and where are they located? Those are the, the five major, the five major pieces of, uh, um, yeah, five major pieces of that. So, uh, in the last one, I said, I want to do, and so we're going to drop out of that. Um, I wanted to do one where, uh, a village of goblins. I've, I kind of dig the idea. There's been a lot of talk recently about breaking out of the stereotypes of monsters. And I like that idea a lot and I applaud it. And it's like, why are all goblins a bunch of thieving bastards, right? That, that, that seems weird and problematic. Why aren't some goblins nice, right? Why aren't there goblin villagers, right? So they're halfling villagers, right? So why aren't there goblin ones? So I said, what if they ran into a goblin village? And Eberron already fits around this idea. Like there's a lot of, you know, there are, there are very noble uh, hobgoblins, for example. In uh, one of the characters in my game today is a hobgoblin. Some of my best friends are hobgoblins. So um, why isn't there a, a, a relatively peaceful goblin, goblin village, right? And it is being attacked by bugbears. So you actually have two different kinds of goblins. And the bugbears are, are not all bugbears are dicks, but these bugbears are dicks. Uh, there's a specific group of bugbear marauders uh, that are that are coming in. And then I rolled on the list and I tried to say, like, well, what's interesting? And it was like it came up with a few things. And what ended up happening is that the goblin village, the goblins are actually sort of miners. They're, they're, they, they say they're mining coal, but they actually mine other things, too. And the mine has been really successful because underneath the mine, uh, there was a red dragon. And the red dragon, just the presence of the red, red dragon kept the mines hot and kept the, 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 the rock molten and really made it very productive. Uh, and the dragon died and it left behind an egg and they know that the egg is going to hatch and bugbears, the bugbears figured this out and the bugbears run a monster menagerie. They love to have monsters. So they have wyverns and chimeras and other kinds of monsters in their menagerie. And they, um, they want a dragon. Like, to get a red dragon would be awesome. So they're like, we're coming into your village, and we're taking the dragon. And the goblins are like, if they take the dragon, our village is, we're, we're as good as dead, right? That, our whole livelihood disappears. So um, the party did go down underneath, into the uh, underworld. They f- went and found a really cool monument. I actually pulled some locations for Kyber right out of... Uh, Ruins of the Grendel Root, which worked really well. Always nice when my own stuff works well for me. And um, so they, they saw, where did they go to? A big ancient rib cage, right? Rib cage is some huge beast underneath where like the ribs were towering over them in this cavern. And giant vertebrae were like mountains, right? And they were climbing on these things. And they saw a bunch of ghouls hunting down some goblins. And they killed the ghouls. And, the gobl- and they, they did a really quick, because they're seventh level, they did a really good job of killing the ghouls. And then... Um, the goblin's like, you're, you're the ones we're looking for. And they said, what? They said, we left our village because we need somebody to defend it. And they gave the whole thing. And my group is like, isn't this like Seven Samurai? And I was like, oh, you know, no, totally different. And it's like, oh, this feels like Seven Samurai. So, <laughs> so they went to the city. They met with the elders. The elders, they, they, they managed to, the elders are very worried about showing them the dragon because they're like, well, how do we know you're not going to come take the egg? So the elders were very worried about telling the players about it, but they said, we don't really have a choice. So, um, shut up, Tim. It's an original idea. So, um, they saw the egg and they came back out and they said, all right, we're in. And that was where we ended, we ended the adventure. So we're going to go to our session planning template here. Uh, and we're going to duplicate that. Uh, so for anybody that doesn't know what this is, I am doing my game prep in notion. Uh, notion is a, 
uh, OneNote style web-based tool for uh, you know, building your personal wiki. It's like an online notebook system, but it works really well for D&D prep. And I have a template uh, available. It is in the show notes below. Uh, it is also, I will link to the, the, the lazy DM template here. We'll do a copy link, uh, which gives you access to the whole notebook arrangement that I have for notion. Uh, for those of you in Twitch chat now, if you could keep that link handy and, uh, throughout the rest of this show, as new people come in and say, Hey, what the hell tool is that? You can tell them it's notion. You can give them a link. I would appreciate it. Uh, I should have a bot do that. Right. I don't know why I don't have a bot do that, but I don't know about bots. Uh, I do have another bot today on Twitch, though. Uh, the D&D bot. You can look at the characters. We'll get into that in a minute. I just added it. So um, I made a new template for it. And we go into the template. And we're going to rename it. And it is the 16th. Uh, 16 August 2020, Sunday D&D. Um, and the first thing we do is review the characters. Now, here's an interesting way you guys on Twitch get a new benefit, which is you can actually explore the characters with me. So if you go onto Twitch and highlight on the right-hand side, you will see a D&D Beyond interactive overlay. Did that work? Why didn't it work? I thought it would show the characters, but I don't see it showing the characters. Uh... Does it work for anybody? I don't think it's working. I think I have to configure it. Great. Well, we'll worry about that next time. So I have a new D&D Beyond interactive overlay, and ideally that would work, but I don't see it working. Uh, I don't know. Let me, let me just let me see if I can fix this real quick because it would be really cool. Uh, is it another channel? I have to actually go into the Twitch app here. So let's go to my video producer. Let's see if the video producer has anything. Uh, extensions. So I thought I set all this up. Uh, I don't. I don't take it. I have anybody here in the chat who knows how to handle this sort of stuff. But I swear I added it because it was there. You saw it. It's highlighted, and I even told it like uh, which ones to do. Back to Twitch, and let's. Uh, channel. Let your viewers experience on-demand detailed information. Visible is checked. Add to my channel. I thought I'd already did. Yeah, configure. Campaign selection. Sunday D&D game. Uh, Bang, 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 bang. Right? Oh, did it not work? Maybe I have. Oh, they all have to be read. Okay, save. I think I did it wrong the first time. It might work now. Back to Twitch. Channel. Now you click on it. Hey, look over there on the left. Uh, so now you should be able to see. Uh, all of the, so five of the six. So one of my players does not use D&D Beyond for his character, and I'm not going to make him do so. But if you want to see people's characters, I probably should have asked my players. I'll ask them today if they mind. So uh, this little tool, you should be able to pull up the character and actually say view the character sheet and view uh, all the information about the character. Uh, so Arwen Chi, for example, has a ranged weapon called Bad News. 
Awesome. Uh, fun stuff. So you two at home can uh, explore the characters while I'm exploring the characters. But let's go back to my uh, Notion because I'm going to review the characters inside Notion. So uh, who are the characters that are Sunday characters? And we have uh, Zarentir Delander. Uh, I think Zarentir may be back today. Uh, so I'll have to I'll I'll have to find out. Uh, let's see. I got to minimize that. That's going to be distracting. Um, Pat is the Zarentir's player, so we'll see if he's back today, and we're going to figure out like how the hell did he get back here is going to be a question. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Saber is a bounty hunter, uh, monk, um, shifter monk, bounty hunter. Uh, Shift is one of the original Warforged, uh, built with a Kyber crystal, a joint operation between. Uh, Karnath and Breland and uh, House, um, um, uh, what's the house? House Kenneth. Uh, Shane Husk is the author. I think I think Shane can make it today. I think it's uh, our, uh, Chi cannot make it today. Uh, so Shane is a, a best-selling author. Um, yeah, it's uh, sorry. The the little plugin thing is only available on the web version. I think, um, not available on mobile. And I don't think it's available on the, any of the dedicated apps. Uh, so Shane Husk is a uh, Hobgoblin uh, noble, uh, Hobgoblin best-selling author, but also knows that there's tied back to the Empire. Uh, it was really fun last game when he came back in because when the bunch, I had a whole bunch of Hobgoblins come riding in to find out what happened with the ship. And he was one of them. He's like, hey, guys. And it was just funny. Like, it, it, really, it really enjoyed. Um and uh, Banner is played by Joe. Uh, Banner is a Warforged follower of the Becoming God. And he kind of, you know, really uh, connected with Longspear, who was another, um, you know, who was another uh, Warforged that really is like trying to find themselves out of the last war. And then Chi uh, is a uh, member of House Civis, uh, but the player is not here today. So Chi will be uh, off stage, probably doing something else. So the hard part will be the last time we saw Zarentir, uh where was Zarentir? Uh, they haven't seen Zarentir since the crash. So since Knights, the Night Sky, uh, the villain, the main villain's airship crashed, Zarentir was on board, and nobody's seen Zarentir since. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I don't know how that's going to turn out. We'll, we'll find out. So those are the characters. So I have uh, now reviewed the characters. So strong start. Uh, I think it's time for some um, – Bugbear Scouts, right? Um, six Bugbear Scouts uh, come to the village. Uh, what kind of cool... Um, uh, what, could they be riding on mounts? Like, what would be cool mounts that they would ride? I get we could do big lizards, uh, like the what are they called? The uh, drakes, right? Uh, guard guardian drakes. Well, let's take a look at the beyond, and let's go to Drake. Uh, guard drakes, ambush drakes. Uh, I think I like the guard drakes, and they might have different ones, right? Um. So yeah, and that's like they part of the menagerie, right? Is they they have these they have these guard drakes. Probably only a couple of them though. I think the bugbears probably ride on. Uh, they don't have a lot, so uh, they've come to spy. They're 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 coming to look at the village, and I think the characters are going to become aware of these guys, 
and have to try, you know, one of the options is like, can you, can you stop them before they get back and tell like, Oh my God, guess what? Those, those pain in the ass goblins actually got some help. Right. So they have to figure that out. Um, so dealing with the bugbears, um, the, uh, planning plans, right. And they really have a couple of choices, uh, defend, the village and prepare for its defense, which I need to consider, uh, or attack, um, the menagerie or both. Why not both? So that's really, you know, I guess we can just put these down here, right? We'll put question marks next to the ones I'm not sure they're going to do. Right. Oh, what's going on here? Sometimes Notion does some weird stuff. Uh, so that is kind of how it's going to work out, right? And then we have like the conclusion, like how does it play out, right? And it might this might actually take another session. I don't know if they'll be able like we when you as soon as you put like character plans in the game, uh, it can take a while. Uh, axe beaks, yeah, axe beaks are pretty good. Um, they'd be fun. That might be better than guard drakes. I think you're right. We're going to do axe beaks. Thank you, Snark Knight. Um, so one of the nice things is like, for the most part, the characters are overpowered for the um, bugbears, right? Bugbears are not particularly hard. Um, and seventh level, you should be able to take them. But this is very seven samurai-like, right? Like no, not one of the bandits. Like when you watch seven samurai, the, the samurai are so much better than the bandits are, right? They're so much better. So, you know, it's perfectly acceptable uh, to have, um, uh, you know, to have this stuff uh, going. So, uh, so I got a character, strong start scenes. Now we get to secrets and clues. So how many, are there, how many bugbears would there be? It could be a pretty large clan. Could it be 50? Um. You know, there could be 50 bugbears. That'd be pretty big. Probably 30-ish. Um, uh, uh, who's the bugbear leader? Um, Kron. I'm watching Wrath of Khan, and I think I'm going to lead. Um... And he's, you know, he's this huge bugbear with the strength of a giant. Um, we're going to make him totally badass. Uh, the bugbear... Bugbears have a fair of many monsters. Wyvern, um, Manticore, um, uh, what other kind of fun? Uh, let's take a look. We're gonna, uh, we'll do the digital version. Give me a sec. You can go in here, open the window. Go to the Lazy DM Workbook. You know, when I need to find monsters of a particular challenge rating, 
I go to Sly Flourish's Lazy DM Workbook, and I go down to my monster random tables because there are a bunch of monsters that are in there by challenge rating. Uh, so go back to monuments, items, town events, monsters. Um, so we're probably going into the um, CR five to eight, you know, four to eight-ish range. Uh, they would be non-intelligent monsters. Um, I have a giant crocodile. I mean, maybe, maybe they have a giant crocodile, right? Um, uh, these are, yeah, I get, you know, I'm not gonna, instead of putting the list of monsters, uh, in here, we're going to put them down in monsters. I'm going to wyvern, giant crocodile, Anticore. Uh, what are some of the other ones we saw here? What, owlbear, right? Gotta have an owlbear. Um, a quaddle? A quaddle would be fun. I think quaddle could be, you know, something that uh, doesn't like being there. They love it, but it doesn't like them. And maybe they bound it somehow. Um, what's the three, uh, the, you know, the, the, the real big one is probably their prize possession is the, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, is it a chimera? It's chimera, the one with the three heads. I'm pretty sure. Right. I think they fought a chimera though. Did they fight a chimera? I don't think they fought a chimera. I can't remember. I don't think they did. They fought a Gorgon. Um, we'll find out. Uh, then we have lots of bugbears. We have bugbear veterans. Uh, and we have, uh, uh, crank, uh, what did I call him? Kron. And we're going to reskin a giant. Let's pick a giant. Um, maybe a hill giant. We want monsters. Uh, probably a hill giant, but maybe a frost giant. Um, that's about right. But let's take a look at the Frost Giant, just in case. I think Frost Giant's the next one up, right? Um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, 25 damage a hit, man. Whoa. Uh, I think we're going to shoot for the frost giant. It's really hard, but they're, they're, you know. So, uh, this gets into that trick about reskinning a monster, which is like, what do you need to do? And the answer is nothing. Take the frost giant, use the frost giant stat box, call it a bugbear champion. You're good. You don't really need to do a lot, right? So I don't know. That's my, that's my approach. Cause I'm lazy. I don't like doing any work. Um, yeah, thank you for the comment. Marker113 says, want to say good work. Thank you. Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, uh, thank you for thank you for coming. I hope you find enjoy the show. Uh, so back up to our secrets. What other secrets do we have? Um, maybe the, so um, part of the secrets, oh, there's, there, uh, uh, the bugbears 
learned about the uh, egg from um, a trader. Uh, the trader is named what? Uh, call him Galvin. Uh, Galvin is a goblin. Uh, and why did Galvin turn coat? That might actually make sense. Probably says like the goblin, we need to move on, right? Like where, where, you know, feels the goblins need to move on. Uh, the goblins are sitting at Kyber gate or know of a nearby Kyber gate. Guarded by dark cultists. I love me some cultists. Um, a gate guarded by cultists of the dragon below. Um, that works. Uh, uh, sorry, somebody asked about third-party products. Um, uh, Garvidal says, do you only use Wizards products for your game or do you introduce third-party publishers such as Cobalt Press? I do. I love Cobalt Press stuff. I've run a bunch of Cobalt Press stuff. Um, I probably don't use the creature code. Because I'm so used to like reskinning and I use D&D Beyond and stuff like that, um, I don't generally go to the other bestiaries. I like them and I have them. I have them on my shelf right over here. They're cool. I will use them when I know of a monster. But there gets to be a point where like when I have – I can't keep a 1,000 monsters in my head, right? And I, there's something to me that's kind of nice and fun and pure about using the monsters in the monster manual. Um, that said, I back everything they make. So Cobalt Press is awesome. I've written for Cobalt Press. I've got credits in Cobalt Press. Um, so, yes, I do use their stuff and I love their stuff. I'm probably more likely to use their campaign books and their adventures because I can read that and sort of bring it in than I am to use their other stuff. But I ran a um, Margra- uh, Mar- Margrave, Tales of the Old Margrave game for a little while and that was fun and i've got empire of the ghouls which just came out and i would totally run an empire of the ghouls campaign so um yes i do use other stuff and i and i would use other stuff uh and if i was running a campaign in margrave i would or in um uh, midworld is that what the midworld is their campaign setting um i would totally let people use the campaign the the character options from those books too and have but the players face the kind of thing too which is we're all getting a little bit more dependent upon dnd beyond which is a little troublesome like we should be okay not using dnd beyond but yeah i love their stuff midgard yeah sorry not midworld midworld is from dark tower uh so the goblins know of a kyber gate guarded by dark cultists of the dragon below um uh so that gives them, and they you know, they'll give the directions to them, um, you know, and that should that should take the gate heads north, you know, f- you know, near. Um, let's pull up a map. Uh, get the map sources, source books. Ebron uh, Rising the Last War, and we're gonna go to maps. Uh, we will go to the continent of Corvair. Open that up. So where does it go to? Um, whoops. To the Burnt Woods, right? I think it will It will head to... Is that where they wanted to go? They wanted to go to Arldusk. So probably the Thornwood, right? I don't know what Arathon Keep is. Let's take a look. A-R-Y... What is Arathon Keep? Let's go to the wiki... 
Um, so I think before I'm going to do a search on Arathon Keep first in DD Beyond to see if it's in a. So Arathon Keep is not in. Um, I presume I'm spelling it right. Uh, so Fort and Southeast Thrain, fairly isolated, separated by the Thunder, but a lightning rail line leading to Arl Dusk. Okay, so that's cool. Uh, nearest major town. Um, Thousand Yard Stair Guild is stationed here along with their leader. His objective is to rebuild the keep and bed. Um, so yeah, they got, so it's an older keep. Okay, so uh, we can we can kind of make that what we want, right? Um, So we got some stuff about the um, uh, about where they can go to next, right? And the goblins can kind of guide them there, but they're going to have to deal with cult, the cult of the you know, cult of the dragons below. Um, what else? Uh, any other secrets? So I think in the last one I had. Um, let's see. We're going to open this in a new tab. Uh, in the last game, I'm going to pull up my uh, Sunday game from last week. And I think I already had some maps and stuff in here. So the Bugbear Menagerie and Fire Spur are there. So I'm going to add those to my locations. Um, and we'll take a look at them. So... Uh, I have a map of Fire Spur that might show up here someday. There it is. Um, boy, that map is totally not useful because uh, uh, I don't know. I I yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to find a different map, or I'm gonna have to make one. Um, because if they're gonna figure out how to defend this town, the fact that it is underground. Uh, and up against a lava place. So I think I need a different one. So let's go to Dyson. I think the Menagerie probably works. Let's let's uh, take a look and make sure the Menagerie is okay. Another slow loader. Um, yeah, so that, that'll work fine, you know, for the Menagerie. Um, but I need a different town, definitely. So we're going to go to Dyson. We're going to go to Maps. Uh, he's got a cities and towns. Let's take a look at cities and towns. See if there's any of these that can uh, work well as a... This isn't too bad, I don't think. Pull that up. A lot of... These are big. Um, you could do like lakeside towns... Because they're up against a lava drain, right? There's lava and water that are kind of making obsidian right nearby, and that's what they're that's what they're working with. Um, that might that might be one. It's a nice underground town. This one doesn't look so bad. Nice of Dyson to break out town maps separately. That's helpful. All right, let's take a look. We got three options. So we have this guy. 
Uh, it could kind of work. We have this guy, which looks a little better, right? Like, where's the lava side here, though? There's a lot of doors. I don't know. Okay, let's put that aside, and let's take a look at this last one here. Did that flip? It looks like it flipped. Yeah, it's upside down. Um, but that can work. This can be the lava. This can be sort of the goblins. That's sort of, Yeah, I think this will work best. So we're going to use this guy. Um, so we'll save the image to desktop. Uh, don't need that. And we're going to go in here. And we're going to go to fire spur. And we're going to delete this. And then add an image. Choose. Go to my desktop. Add the map I just put in. So... Uh, yeah, so we have a nice, this will be like a lake of lava. If you go back in here, that goes down to the dragon's lair. Um, I may, uh, thank you, Gondlar, for answering the question. <laughs> um, and it was through, I think like maybe it was back down here, uh, that led down into the dragon's lair underneath. So we might want to map. It might it wouldn't hurt to have a map handy of um, the dragons there. So let's go back to Dyson and go to maps. And he has adventures, cities and towns, into town, multi-page dungeons. I don't see anything that. Okay, we're gonna have to go to all maps for this. And I'm looking for like a big open dragon Larry sort of place for this one. Um, this is what's underneath the the town, right? Underneath the town, the dragon layers. Um, and I just had as like a big lake with an island in the center, but I can probably do something better than that. So we're going to flip through here. Uh, this shows, by the way, it's going to go past 11. I'm probably going to go to like 1130 ish. My game's at noon. So I got time. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not going to do it. The demon pillars. Ah, it's not so bad. Yeah, and I, I think kind of a neat thing about this might be these strange pillars that don't seem to make sense in this world. They're clearly constructed, and then that's lava, and then, you, you know, you can sort of get across to where the egg is. Uh, that might be pretty good. I think we'll take that one. So save that image to desktop. And in Fire Spur, and we'll just add another map here. And add that one in. So we now we've got that. So we got a, you know some good maps. The, the maps are like helpful because you want to talk to the characters about like where they can, what they can do, and how they can defend, and how the characters, how the enemies are going to come in. You need some maps for them to see and decide like, wow, how are we going to do this? Right? How are they going to come in? Um, so I think that that will that will work. Um, and now I've got those linked. Uh, NPCs, we have Galvin, we have um, Kron. Kron the Mighty, it's a terrible name. Uh, Bugbear, Champion, and Leader. Um, 
any other interesting NPCs? Um, let's get some goblin names. Goblin name generator. Fantasy name generators always has a bunch of names. Uh, these are pretty good. Stew truck. I don't know. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, that didn't work. I guess we gotta. Let's see, we go to my text editor here. I hate that these things kind of paste. Um, let's see. Just need a list of some names. So there we go. I got some random. Oh, these are pretty terrible. I don't know. Whatever. Zord, Krell, Beggs, Hank. I like Hank. Um, Far, Emos, uh, Wollab, Brute, Wig, and Strut. Struct. Yeah, that'll do. So, uh, so that works. Uh, treasure. What kind of treasure do the goblins have um, that they might want? Uh, we will go to our friend Donjon. And we will go to 5e, random treasure generator. And we will say that's pretty good treasure. They're seventh level. And we're going to go to treasure hoard. Um uh, I like to roll until I get something kind of cool. Weapon of Warding Trident. Um, can't quite see everything here. Plus one hand axe. Uh, kind of lame. Uh, Cloak of Elvenkind. That's not bad. Where would they be? So uh, There's some goblin stuff, right? Staff of the Python, Cloak of Elvenkind, Bag of Tricks, Rust. Uh, I know one of my players loves Bags of Tricks. We might go with this. Uh, but I'll probably edit it down. So drop in the here. Fair bit of gold, everything else. Um, brass cloth cloak. Brass cloth gown. Uh the bag of trick and the cloak of the elven kind is good. Um, I don't think we need this other stuff. So those are some, those are some good items, I think. Um, what other? So the one that I, that I chinced on is secrets. So let's think about some other secrets. Uh, there are deep ways. Lead to cities, entire cities of aberrants. I don't know how to spell aberrants. Um, mind flayers, beholders, and other followers, children. 
of the of the Daleker. Uh, and the goblins are afraid of them. Um, what else do they know? What other interesting things could they learn? Um, the daughters. Dug up a huge kyber crystal. That's a secret. Um, anything else related to our goblins here? Any other kind of fun things about kyber that we want to know? Uh, there are our dwarven ruins down below that even the more dwarves have forgotten. Uh, the were outcasts. So this is some little bit of lore from, um, boy, it doesn't like dwarves. We're adding that. Add to dictionary. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's all stuff from, um, uh, Eberron, the new Eberron book, um, exploring Eberron. It talks a lot about the more, the more holds and the dwarves and the fact that they were sort of the current more holds. They, the, the dwarves are all about sort of family and clan and stuff, but they aren't really much about history. So they kind of forget about what they had done previously or the fact that they were all, um, uh, the fact that they were that the, the the dwarves that we know on the on the surface were more the outcasts of the ones that had been uh, uh, had been brought down below. So, um, yeah, uh, somebody's asking about um, apps. Yes, there are apps for all devices, including all platforms. The app really is an interface to the website, though. So the website and the app are very very similar. The number one thing I don't like about Notion is that it doesn't have an offline mode. It doesn't have a way – you, you can export your notebooks locally, but it does not save them locally, and it doesn't, um, it doesn't have an offline mode. So if an offline mode is critical to you, it is not your tool of choice. Uh, I am willing to sacrifice the lack of a local uh, offline mode because I'm playing all my games online now anyway for uh, the other features that it has. But, yeah, it's got them on all platforms, all, all devices. Has, there's Notion apps for everything because it's – I think all of the real work that they did was on the back end on the high side, on the, on the website. So that works. Um, what else? Is there any other kind of interesting secret and anything else we want to know about, um, uh, anything else we want to know about the, about Kyber and what's going on down in the depths of Kyber. Um, anything about the Daleker that, affects things in mourning i don't think so i mean we could put let's just put some daleker lore right uh boy i didn't spell that right everyone rising the last war the daleker 
Day of the Lord, the Lords of Madness, Emerson of Zoriad, who invaded from everyone with the host of Mind Flayers. Behold, there's another foul boy. When they, whenever they walk, the Day of the reshaped the world and they were sowing madness and creating monsters. They fused goblins together to create the gibbering Dolgrims. Ah. Dolgrims and Dolgaunt. Yeah. And so we should, we should, we should have some of those, right? I think that's pretty cool. So let's put that secret in. Sometimes you can just take stuff right out of the book and make it a secret. Um, and that's pretty good. So I think we're pretty solid. I've got my prep. I've got, I went through the eight steps. Um, is there, you know, how do I feel? I feel pretty good. Like it's, it's kind of fun to like say, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. I didn't decide like which, which monsters are where, right? Um, I know that there's about 30 bugbears. There's probably about, you know, four veterans and there's cran and then there's like one of each of these uh they probably have a, a bunch of axe beaks probably you know a dozen axe beaks and then a bunch of like independent monsters so that's pretty good yeah so i you know it's a fun sort of side thing going on and then it's leading into another fun thing which is you know the the going to a dark you know, the, the gateway of Zoriat could be a lot of fun. So I would, I would like to do that. So I feel pretty good. I think we are going to end there today. Uh, I want to thank everybody for hanging out in the chat today. Always appreciate having people hang out and, and, and talk, talk D and D and offer suggestions and, and help me kind of work through stuff. Um, and, uh, we will be back on again next Sunday. So, Thank you very much. Have a great day and uh, get out there and play a little D&D. &D.